Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. USA! USA! Shot clock turned off. Calvary. Hall. Eight to shoot. Hall. The runner! Loose ball! It's good! Williams Goss comes out of the pack. Matthews for three. Oh, my goodness! Morrison. Six. It's time for Zag's Hoop Talk with Jack and Zach on the Believe Podcast Network. Oh, wow. Here's Jack Ferris. They found mold in my apartment. And Rob Zachary. All I was thinking about is, like, how do you know what things to use to wipe? Believe in the Zags. He's Rob Zachary. I'm Jack Ferris. And Rob, I have an opening statement. A definitive declaration. Holy cow. What is it, bud? What is it? If Cobra Kai is not at least nominated for an Emmy, I'm out. How is that? It's phenomenal. So that's the kid who gets his ass busted, right? By. Yeah, Johnny, the the Cobra Kai, like, head honcho. The guy Uh... who goes for the sweep and then yeah gets his his jaw broke by by what is that move even called i should know the roddy kid the, the um the tree deal that ralph macchio does at the end you know what i mean the, the karate kid stance the oh the crane is crane, it the crane the crane the crane the crane the crane the crane anyway yeah it's the perfect amount of self-aware yet it's still compelling like it knows that it's a spinoff and it doesn't take itself too seriously, right. but it's right. also got a plot line that's like, Ooh, I actually kind of want to watch the next episode. I want to see what's going on. Is it a 10? Is it like a five part episode or? So I think the first season is yeah. Around 10 episodes. And it came out on YouTube three years ago. And this was still when there was definitely a stigma around people just watching TV on YouTube. You know, it was like, I'm not, Cobra, Cobra Kai is out on YouTube. That's sad. Those <laughs> actors can't find anything else. That's sad. And it was so good that Netflix picked it up for a second season this year. And, buddy, I'm all in. I mean, it's it's not completely mindless TV. I don't want to call it mindless TV. But yeah. it's it's fun. You don't have to think too hard. It's fun. Okay. Were, you a, were you a Karate Kid guy growing up? Uh, you know what? Q's all about the Karate Kid right now. The Will Smith uh, version, though? The Will Smith No, version. no, 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 no. He's about the actual, like, we put the DVD, because I knew I owned it, and we put found the DVD and put it in. And that's, he, that's why you're a good parent, man. The kids need to know the original Karate Kid. They don't need this BS version for, for a paycheck. Yeah, that the studios ran out back in like 2010 or whenever that was. Well, I'm hoping you keep this in mind when you say I'm a good parent because I also put the DVD Boys in the Hood on. And now, is I feel like that is for a parent a legit movie you can watch and like have like some like yeah talking. When, po- there's talking points, you know, message. Yeah, when the, when the kids maybe like 13 or 14. That's what I. That's all I need. Not six. Your <laughs> oldest is my my oldest. Ten. Is turning, He's ten. He'll be nine next month. He'll be month. nine. Okay. Isn't that crazy? I think nine. I, listen, I'm not a parent, bro. You probably but know that nine is wild, bro. I don't. And they got so much more information than we did. I guess that's like, true. So it's it's best it comes from you, like stuff like Boys in the Hood, right? It's right. Right. There's just it's an like. It's hard to monitor everything they they do now yeah. as a kid. Like, could you imagine at thirteen having a cell phone? No, no, absolutely not. I would, dude. I I can barely have a cell phone at thirty two years old. I'm still constantly sending the wrong text to the wrong people. But just all the access you could have at thirteen years old. Just think about that for a minute, Jack. Oh, okay. I see where you're going. <laughs> can you? But imagine being 13 with that. Yeah. Can I'm you not... put parental guidance on phones? I'm, they has to be. 
there has to, I don't, my kids don't have phones yet, but I just think of that's my next, like, this is a milestone type deal. But if a 13 year old wants to watch porn, I do remember this from being 13, that kid will move heaven and earth to watch porn. Like the kid will figure out how to get by the parental controls. If it's that's like what Wi Fi or something. And they know technology way more than I do. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's just a parenting is wild now. So I kind of want to get ahead of the curve, not talk about porn, obviously with my mm-hmm. kids, but um, like just talk about real life stuff at a little earlier age. Cause they just have more access to everything. You know, does he, does your oldest have any friends that already have like a social media presence at nine years old? Like a, I, like a Facebook or a, a Twitter or even an Instagram? Dude, I don't. My son doesn't have a phone, so. Or a LinkedIn. Does he have a LinkedIn uh, yet? Right. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It makes me wonder. It really does make me wonder. Like, when do kids normally get phones now? That's the thing. It's so new. There's no rules. There should be like a guidebook. Like, you know, there's like a kid should be potty trained at what like two, two and a half years old two and a half like three yeah I'm, so that, I'm 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 in the tana's in the three range for us the, right now. we've had toilets for what a couple hundred years so there's right. there's generations of data collected as to what the right age age that makes range sense. is there's, yep. there's not that same data for when a kid should have access to porn 24 7 and it's 24 <laughs> 7 i'm just saying it's i'm not we're not trying to you know Speaking of, and I know we're trying to all divert, it is the first week of school. For oh, is it? What does that mean? Speaking what does that mean of, to you guys? That means that everyone's going back to school. We just had a thousand freshmen move in. Okay, wait a minute. So GU <laughs> is is full on kids are moved in. Yeah, you remember? And speaking of porn, that was like the first week was everyone walking in on other people, like watching weird shit on their, their, in, on their computers. You remember that back in the day? And Rob, I don't know if I ever walked into somebody. Wa- Actually, that's not true. I, I, <laughs> I absolutely did. This is like the first week where you all find your own boundaries at school. Like, oh, that's so-and-so. He's a little different. Or- I- so the, the Smet dorms, for those of you who don't know, probably honestly, like, what would you say, Rob? Like six feet by like 12 feet? No joke. It, yeah, it, it was close to Folsom Prison. And the basketball players, everyone was jealous of because you guys got a single. Correct. Like, oh, you get to live in that cell by yourself? Correct. You must Correct. be crushing it. Yeah. And that, I mean, but that was half the fun, I guess. That was all. But weren't there, weren't there like middle rooms? Weren't there the middle, the ones right by the stairs? Were the like doubles. The, they were the doubles, right? Yeah, that sophomores got. But you still had to split it with a dude. Right. But that, that, that was a huge size difference. Oh, the doubles were where it was at. Yeah, it was right in the middle in the, where the stairs were and on either end of the hall. Right. Sophomore city. Yeah, I... Oh yeah, you've moved out your sophomore. sophomore I left year after too. my sophomore. Yeah. I only have a couple close buddies that did two years in Dismet. Most they, everyone they did. did. They did time two years in Dismet. Sean Evans is I. Jed. Jed did two years, or no? Did Jed live with us? No, Jed served two because he was with Duffy. Two. It was it was a Brian Bratcher and Bart who moved out their sophomore year. This. People are like, why are yeah. you doing this? Yeah, well, because we, <laughs> no, we, we know them. That's why. Anyway, yeah, I think the cool move was to try to figure out a way to get out of sophomore year. Mm. And, yeah, I lived in the cell. I would have done – looking back, I would have done two years. Uh, no, I couldn't. No, you were out. I was out. I had to get out of there. That anyway, was... so do you uh, – are you, like, cruising around campus or what? Do you find yourself staring at the incoming freshmen and their moms? Uh, no. And, um, that being said, um, I'm still keeping, when they need me to be, I just feel like until they need me there on campus, I want to respect people. And I, you know, like, if you don't need me there, then I'm there, but like vice, I'll help out fundraise. I'll go around town, meet with people. But if I don't have to, cause I'm a, I like to say hi to everybody. So yeah. I, it, for me, it'd be like, 
I'm just spreading the virus or whatever this thing is. I'm just, I'd go see, you know, Foxy Coxie. Then I'd go see Kay at the, you know, I just can't sit still at. Is Kay still there? No, she's not. Okay. But that's what I'm saying. Like I couldn't sit still if, if I was, I'm too much of a social butterfly to sit still. Yeah, you are. It's like, it's work for you to not be outgoing and, and talk to people. Correct. I've seen it in action. Correct. It's, it's I, I think I've said it before on the podcast. What Rob does at basketball games is impressive. I think most people would like, yeah, but you, you embrace it because you're seven, eight. I have to be. I'm a freak already. Naturally, human <laughs> people, like, that's, I'm already going to draw attention to myself no matter where I go. So now I've just accepted it. Yeah. And I just kind of, all right, this is where I am. No matter what, I'm going to get stares at or get the, like, get the comment, how tall are you? Yeah, the thing is, do you ever get, hey, did you play here? Do people ask you that? Were you a player? Or, or, or I'll get that one. Or did you ever play that? Or how tall are you? Do you play basketball? Yeah. That one's, that's more common than did you play here? You're just like, no, I'm just a 7-1 dude who's raising money for Gonzaga basketball in a red suit at the games. Then you know. McCarthy's also small enough that you could pretty much from any position in the gym, right. you could see a- anyone. If you're like, hey, I'm in section, you know, 232, row four, you're like, yep, gotcha. So anyway, it's probably best that you stay indoors, stay away from no, people. No, no, definitely. I needed to like just avoid that just so I don't, whatever this thing is, spread it. I mean, it's going to be all over my clothes. I don't know. I don't, or I can't wear my red bandana across my face walking around campus. I don't think that would be. Too- oh, why not? <laughs> so you don't even know. I guess I'd love to get a picture of what a class in College Hall looks like right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. College Hall is sure. the main building on campus, and they have desks that you would have had in like third grade. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But they used – I had some classes where they'd cram 30 people in there. Be all hot. I can't in imagine – springtime, that was the – or like early early in the fall, it'd be hot. Yeah. You're sweating in class. Absolutely no air conditioning in that, in that building. I, but I'm wondering because that can't be what it looks like now. It's, right? it's all – it's just – I think I, – I, I really do applaud Gonzaga because – they're really just trying to see with this whole thing. No one's wrong. I guess everyone's wrong in, in a certain way, and no one's right at the same time. You know, like yeah, it's another thing. There's there's no rule book. There is no rule book. You know, so like everyone has to try something out and see where we go from there, right? Yeah. What about yeah. Uh, what about school for your kids? What does that look like? Q's going back. Mead's Mead school district is the only one that's going back. So Q's going back and he just watched boys in the hood. So oh, he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's going to have a whole new vocabulary. Oh man. He's going to have like, he's going to have that, like throwing out big words that people are like, what, where did you get that from? Oh. Now, did he understand the movie altogether? Oh yeah. Did he get that? Like Cuba Gooding he- Jr. was like, Oh, a well-off cousin who was just spending some time there. He wasn't a well-off. He was the what? son. He's the he, son. So, so yeah, it, what's it's, the premise again? The premise is the dad needs to raise Lawrence the, Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne raises his son in the ghetto or the hood, and they just have life lessons like the sex talk is in that. Yeah, you know, like little things that you like little like. Like, have you ever seen? Uh, but I feel like don't you, be a menace. Have you seen Don't Be a Menace? And in South Central, while drinking juice, in the yeah, head, the Wayne's where Wayne's. he always comes out. Keenan Ivory Ivory Wayne's always comes out, and he's like, "Message." He, that's the same thing. So, for as good and groundbreaking and eye opening as Boys in the Hood was, I feel like the movie The Wood. Mm-hmm. did like the opposite for black culture like the wood took that and made it all a joke <laughs> so ironically here's uh, the 
if you look in the movie and they're at the corner store, right? In the, in wood, the wood. Yeah. Yeah. There's three guys working there. Okay. There's stay with me. There's three guys working behind the counter. Those are the original three guys. It's based off of those, their life that wrote the wood. Yeah. I Rob, this may not be a popular opinion with you. I think the wood sucks. Okay. Remember- well, stay with me. Stay <laughs> okay. with me. There, you know how one guy is a basketball player, an ex basketball mm-hmm. player. Mm-hmm. Well, that was Pepperdine's assistant coach. Oh, I think I do remember hearing something like that. Yeah. That was Pepperdine's assistant coach, and he, I remember him recruiting me, and that was like his selling point. You remember? You seen the wood? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Oh, that's based off my life. Look, you can see me in there. That is pretty cool. How close were you going to Pepperdine? Not at gunpoint. Yeah. No. Um. I just, the whole, there is, they, they touch on gangs for like 30 seconds in the wood. And yeah, it's but like, it's, it's that's, like a mockery. That's why the boys in the, and for me, boys in the hood is like, it kind of, it's an easier transition of what other people have to deal with and shows cue what other people have to deal with in this world. That, that aren't as lucky. Yeah. You know, so because he's in mead. That shit ain't happening in me. (laughs) (laughs) But tell me this, isn't Cuba Gooding Jr. He's a good guy. He's a good guy, and his cousin is the one that gets killed at the end. Spoiler alert, right? Or is it just his friend? It's Ricky, man. Ricky Ricky is the guy who has the scholarship. And Ice Cube is Ricky's cousin. Ice Cube's Ricky's half-brother. Half-brother. Okay. And, sh- and the mom just doesn't like him as much as Ricky because Ricky has something going on in his life. Ricky's the man, of course. Ricky is the man. He's but going to SC. Why is Cuba getting Ju- Cuba getting Jr. is like a, an outsider the whole movie. He's, the, he's just the kid that lives across the street and sees, like, basically, like, just trying to go through manhood. He's, but he's, it's like he's, it's a coming to age. It's like another spirit quest or vision quest. Vision but quest. but he, he's just not in the game as much as he's as not in the game at all. Okay. He's not. He drives a he drives a Volkswagen Beetle. Hey man, there's some there's probably some bad dudes out there. Who I guess maybe I was especially thirty years ago when the movie was made. He, and then it gives him the whole like spiel. He's like. Were, were you protected? Of course, Dad. I was, you know, she said she was on the pill, Dad. And he goes, and he slaps him across the back of the head. And then, that you remember that scene? Now you got to watch it. Sex talk. Yeah, maybe I can learn something. Yeah, dude. And that, see, <laughs> there has, has all these little, like, so now I'm, I'm, he knows what's going on in the world somewhat in that sense. I can kind of. Knows, he knows what protection is at nine years old. You know what? Yeah. There, there were those kids in my class. There was a dude with five older brothers, who no, I'm not having sex. <laughs> I was like, wait, but what? In my class, there was a kid. I mean, I saw Boys in the Hood. I saw Don't Be a Menace. I saw The Wood. All at this dude's house because he had four right, or five older, older brothers. brothers. And I, and I remember it was like eye opening to me. It was crazy watching all this stuff. Right. And, but he had seen it like 14 times by the time I had seen it by when I was like 11 or 12. You know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe Q could be that guy. Well, I just, my thing with kids, my kids, I, and some people might, I, you know, I don't, I don't recommend what I do, but I just don't want to shelter my kids from what's going on in the world. No. Yeah. There's like a happy medium, right? Of right. Like sheltering them and giving them too much. Correct. I'm not giving a cell phone where he can go look up porn the whole no. time or, and, but at the same time, I also want him to be realistic of what's happening in the world. And like, like there are <laughs> gangs and there are like, this does happen on there's, you know, there's not nice people out here either. Like you got to have a kind of a fine balance. It's weird. Parenting's no joke, man. I'm just but. caught up on, on the image of you handing Q a phone and you're like, don't worry, son, all the best sites are already bookmarked. <laughs> Dad has your history already set up. Just well, no, just I'll, I'll browser search and you'll, you'll, you'll have a good base to start from. Dude, that, that conversation makes me so nervous. I'm not ready for this conversation of phones. I'm I, not. Oh, the phone conversation. The phone, not, yeah. That, that other, I'm not, yeah, but the phone conversation, I'm really not too excited. Like when he starts asking me for a phone. 
Yeah. Well. I dread that day. Well, don't you have to just say, like, uh, when you're 12 and just, like, that's the rule. And he's going to be like, well, you know, Timmy has one. And exactly. That's where, like, well, that's where it I'm, gets weird. I'm not, it, Timmy's, I'm not Timmy's dad. Well, here's my thing. And I'm, I'm doing a public service announcement right now. Okay, very good. Parents, we need to hold off and have a strike for these kids and hold off until they're at least 16. 16, okay. I will say... Maybe, you didn't have a, I you didn't push, have a phone at 16. No, or you might have had a, Actually, I might, might have, have. Yeah, might the Nokia, have. the Nokia snake ones. Bingo. But, that, but you still... It made sense at that yes. age. I remember I couldn't, I don't know, have I told this story on the podcast? I couldn't text like the, my freshman year because my parents didn't pay for texting or whatever mm -hmm. it was, you know, mm -hmm. when that was an option. Yeah. And I remember being like, I'm at a huge disadvantage when it comes to girls by not being able to text. This is, I, I don't know. I can't remember if I appealed to my parents or not, but it was like, I, could, I think I like coded it. I was like, you know, socially I'm, um, can't i uh i have a tough time connecting with some of my students, well, fellow students that went connecting. from that's the same when it went from like just the nokia thing to the flip phone you felt like you were behind you always felt like you were behind the trend oh i'm all, sure and sure i'm sure kids feel the same way i get i don't know they all it's all one they all look it's either android or i guess yeah. it, i guess it when it comes to the blue are you blue or are you green oh god texting. yeah don't even oh green text gross you know what i mean that must be gross. what they that must be they're like oh man you got the green phone mm -hmm. uh that's how they pick on you i guess around here i just unless you like work for google because that's the only time you run into it in san francisco here this is somebody texting when it's green it's like oh they must work for google and they you know you have to have like a droid phone yeah, yeah it's yeah. like the deal but yeah, outside of that, what are you doing to yourself? Well, no, here's the thing what I've noticed. And I I'm I maybe I'm wrong, but anyone who works a trade like out and like is like working on cars, doing dirt work, any of that type of stuff, they all have droids for men. That makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah, blue collar guys. Blue call. It's a blue collar phone, yeah. and it, I, I've green, noticed that. Yeah, green text, blue collar, for sure. Yeah, I've noticed that a little bit more. It's a blue collar, and it's it's not like it's a bad phone. I don't know, but for some reason, like guys who do blue collar jobs or like they like that phone more. They also have a big Facebook presence. Those same guys don't have Instagram. They don't have Twitter, but they're huge on Facebook. Oh. <laughs> See, I don't know about that. I can't yeah. speak on that. Yeah. But that, I just know, like, all, all the mechanics I know, all the, like, all the tradesmen I know, mm -hmm. they all have green. And I'm like, hey, what's going Which, on? Am I, am I a pussy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I bet you showered today, Rob. I bet you're not wearing work boots. I bet you're not wearing steel-toed boots. Yeah, right? you know, that's what I'm – I'm starting to get self-conscious. I, I, I had another parenting tip. Oh, here's another parenting tip from a dude that's unmarried with no kids. Okay. Uh, push your kids towards learning a trade, maybe. I already have huh? that. I, we've, we've already discussed Remember when we, were going, when we were going to school, learning a trade, people kind of like thumb their nose at that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, you're not going to go to college and get like a real job? Now it's like uh straight out of high school if you go to a trade school for two years you could st still always go to college college isn't going anywhere but if you er learn a trade Dude, early on you are at a you're huge preaching. advantage you're preaching to the choir i yeah. told my kids already and i had this conversation yesterday i said 18 you guys are out of the house yeah you know? figured out with college great College, or, yeah, use a scholarship yeah. get a trade or go in the military i'm not really I stand behind them serving for our country, but it's not my first option, obviously. Yeah, but, yeah you just want to scare them a little bit. Yeah, yeah but yeah. you need to have something. And um, and then for like a trade, dude, 
go be a welder make 80 bucks an hour yeah it's insane plumber electrician all that stuff <laughs> wait until you get overtime see what that looks yeah. like yeah. you know it's crazy speaking it's of being a union guy um yeah hey sorry we're way behind rob this was supposed to be done in the first five minutes my apologies to our good friends at betonline.ag did someone say playoffs rob oh the nba mlb and nhl are in full swing and our partners at bet online have you covered oh so it says insert a betting story um i don't really want to because i got killed yesterday i had uh who did i have i had both winners i had No, I didn't. I had the Raptors yesterday. They were down 0-1. You'd figure, yep. you know, they'd have a little pride and destroy the Heat. Spoiler alert, they didn't. They lost outright. And then I had the Rockets. Same kind of deal. Game seven. They're not going to let Chris Paul push. That him. home court advantage is strong, brother. The home court advantage is huge. Many <laughs> Houston in Orlando. Yeah. And they found a way to win but not cover, which is great. But anyway uh bet betonline.ag take full advantage of sports being back and get in on the action with hundreds of odds futures and props for you to bet on there's always the online casino as well i did have the nuggets so that was good two days ago that's good that's good well to- I, yeah go ahead i was gonna say i have a little nugget for you afterwards oh. after this. i want to ask you something your opinion i okay. need to know your real opinion okay. on this first my opinion for all of you listening i want you to head online to betonline.ag today sign up and receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit again that's betonline.ag sign up today bet online your online sportsbook experts what's up Ooh-ah. how can i help you okay give me your true opinion because i'm torn on this this weekend we went to an airbnb on twin lakes have you been to twin lakes up in rathrum area idaho I have not. It's I know there's, there's a Twin Lakes casino down here. Oh, uh, I don't. Yeah, maybe. Um, okay. maybe yeah. Well, right. anyway. Yeah. We did an Airbnb. Airbnb. Yep. yep. I felt so bad for those neighbors. Oh, because you were. We were having a good time. And you're coming from the big city? Correct. Okay. Like, my opinion on the whole Airbnb thing is. I agree. It's your property. You should be able to rent it out to whoever you want it to. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's rough on the neighbors. Yeah, you shouldn't. Because there is, when you fill out the Airbnb deal, they ask you what the occasion is. You know what I mean? And it's never just a, a, it's never. Well, I always lie. So when I do it, when I do it, it's like 16 dudes for a golf trip. You know, I'll say something like, a uh, family reunion. Yeah. But you, you, all you have to say is, you know, family getaway and people are like, Oh, okay. But then your family is. Well, we, we were with a bunch of other families. Oh, okay. Okay. No, it got, it, it ended up being skinny dipping in the lake at the end oh, of the night. Adults. Yeah. Adults. Oh, jeez. Okay. So that being said, I hope I didn't offend any of the neighbors, but I just, it's one of those things where it's a fine balance, right? Yeah, yeah. The whoever owns the property, they can do whatever they want with it. But there are certain regions that uh, don't allow Airbnb. I know because yeah. it's a problem. Neighbors don't want to deal yeah. with that. But there's also like easy ways to work around that. Oh yeah, and that's what I'm. That's my. Where do you Where do you stand on that? I am with the. I'm on the side of Airbnb because there's a reason homeowners associations exist, right? And right. For people to complain. So obviously if the neighbors were super pissed, the owners of the house are going to hear about it and the HOA can make those, their, their lives really difficult. You know what I Correct. mean? So, Correct. So there is a system in place, but as for you feeling guilty, you're a good person for feeling guilty. But I said, no, fuck no, it. no, at the same time. No, yeah. I get that. No, what made me notice it was the people that were at the Airbnb before there was some kind of trash deal. Well, they went fishing. <gasps> yes. What do you mean? What do you mean they, they went fishing? They went fishing and left all the fish stuff in the garbage and it hadn't been moved. Gross. So wait, bears? 
not bears, but fish smell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was bad, bro. And it was it. You could like the neighbors could smell it. It wasn't our fish. It, but when we got there, that was in the garbage, and the neighbors had to go and take it themselves. Oh, that sucks. That's where I was just like, where do you stand? Because it's kind of a fine balance, right? You don't yeah. want to disrespect other people's stuff. You know, you're there to have a good time and, you know, enjoy yourself. But at the same time, like. I'm, yeah, man. I'm team Airbnb. On for sure. Board. For sure. One sec. Let me yell at this kid. Okay. Yelling at kids. Let me give you a little rundown of what Rob's office looks like. There's three nets, like the nets you cut down at the end of, you know, winning a conference or something You're really, on his wall. What are those three nets? Those the are our nets. Those nets? Yeah. One's, one's the WCC tournament. How did you get to keep that when you were senior? I don't know. <laughs> I would think that goes to the school or a coach or something. One is conference maybe yeah when you and, were in like portland or something yeah i don't remember and then one is high school oh it's a high state, school cha- state champion one's oh, a state champion no big deal you mean um when you province, cut the ne- province champion yeah Do you guys call yep. it state champs up there Provincial championship. Provincial championship. You're just used to converting it to American for us down here, right? Correct. I go. I, I have to dumb it down for everybody yeah. and just simplify things. And then didn't you play a Toronto team and got your ass kicked or something like that? Or was that like AAU or something? We, I remember you saying you had a you played a bunch of Toronto kids, your Vancouver guys, and you guys got. Oh, them. okay. That was nationals. So with nationals, you'd have each province. So it'd be. 10 provinces. I don't think the territories because there's not enough people up there. Maybe UConn. UConn, maybe. I think UConn had one team. I think UConn. So it may have been 11 teams in the whole tournament. It's the the Northwest Territories or the Northeast Territories? Northwest Territories. Okay. Then they got divided to none of it. None of of it is another territory. Stop it. Yes. There's a territory called none of it? None of it. Wow. That's a joke. It's a joke, right? Were they like being? I no. There's like some. There's a guy. There's a there's a guy named Steve Nunavut who's a big territory guy. (laughs) I don't. They're like let's do one after Steve. I don't know what it 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 stands for, but it's none of it. None of it. Okay. And the cool thing about Northwest Territories, I'll give you a little Canadian thing. Please. Their driver's plate. Their their plates. Yeah. Are polar bears. Oh, that is it's sweet. Sh- that it's shaped like a polar bear. Wait a minute, what? The the shape of the yes, that yeah, like a polar bear lying down. I believe so. I'm gonna look this up. No, like a polar bear walking. Hold on, I got to pull this north. Up. Yeah, I'm doing it too. Northwest Territory. Yeah. Territory license plate. Oh, it pops up pretty quick. Oh, you're damn right. It is. It's a polar bear walking. <laughs> Right. That is sick. Right? Dude, what? Isn't that incredible? That is super cool. Yeah. So going back to it, we have we have all these provinces and all these uh one territory that plays. And we all play against each other and it's usually Quebec, which is the French. Yeah, the province. nerds. Yeah, they don't. Are they good at sports? Yes, because of Montreal. Montreal is a big city. Yeah. yeah. So you have usually it's Quebec, BC, British Columbia, and um, Ontario. They're always in the semifinals, usually. Mm -hmm. We always compete against it. And it usually ends up being British Columbia versus Ontario. Ontario, yeah. That's Vancouver. So pretty much Vancouver, Toronto. Correct. Yeah. Correct. End of the day, that's really what it ends up being. And you guys, we all we 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 no we lost. We've always lost. I don't know if they've changed that, but we've lost every time. And I we we should have won the nationals one year when I played, and we I fucking tricked off fucking free throws. Uh, 
<laughs> back to back to polar bear license plate country. Okay, you want to talk about this? You want to talk Who, Canadian? Stuff. Who's the biggest athlete to ever come out of the Northwest Territories? Do you know? I'm not. I'm not like quizzing you. I don't know. Dude, uh, Jeremiah Johnson, maybe. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I have no idea. Huh. I don't even think anything comes out of there. But I'm, lo- I'm looking it up right now. There's a rower. There's a biathlon guy. A cycling guy. Yeah, I wouldn't say anything. Skier. Anything when it comes to actual like team sports. Yeah, that's not happening. Yeah. I don't even know if they have teams up there. Mm-hmm. There's not enough people up there. It's freezing. So you you think there's more athletes coming out of Alaska than the Northwest Territories? Oh, one hundred percent. Because there's actual cities in Alaska. Yeah, exactly. One hundred percent. There's no question about that. Interesting. Like you have think about this. I'll just name these players out of Alaska. Carlos Boozer. Yep. Mario Mario Chalmers. Mm -hmm. The Alaskan assassin, Trajan Langdon. (laughs) That's it. That's all you need. You really, with one guy, you had enough. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely football players from Alaska. I can't put my name on it. Hockey players. You got way more out of Alaska than you There was There was another Alaska Duke guy, wasn't there? I want to say Boozer, not Boozer. I think there was one before Boozer, who no, wasn't as good as Boozer. I don't think he ever played in the league. But I'm anywho, sure. speaking no. of college basketball, Rob, yeah, it's looking more and more likely that we're gonna have a season. I think we are. Yeah, I think we are. It's just how how do and the the cool thing is most kids are gonna be taking online classes. So uh, that being said, they can be in a bubble for somewhere around yeah. the country, right? Yeah. So, again, the thing I keep reading and keep seeing is um, kind of what we were talking about a couple of weeks ago with right around Thanksgiving, there being bubbles all over the country. Uh, I think three weeks ago, the top 20 coaches, so you have to assume few was one of these coaches, right. received a proposal of – of like this this would be like the elite bubble you know like the top dog bubble right and they would divvy it up into two teams of two bracket two leagues of 10 in this bubble and you know there'd be a round robin so eventually there'd be a winner two winners and then the winner the two winners would play at the end right before thanksgiving for like the the king of whatever bubble that means okay and then and then thanksgiving all the teams go back and quarantine on their own campuses for a week while the rest of the students are gone and then conference play picks up after that well stay with me now jack okay stay now because i'm i might be out in the atmosphere on this one okay but could this change college basketball forever like if this works out then why wouldn't they just do this forever? Correct. The only thing, the only well, because we're gonna stay. Let's talk. Like, yeah, I'm. I want to hear you real quick, but I'm just gonna say this real fast. Like, then you just have a conference just for basketball. Yeah. And then you could have a conference just for football. I uh, oh, like a like a super conference. That that's right. Yeah, but then you get you lose. You know, out of nowhere a team plays really well from like a, like a LaSalle makes. I hear you. I hear the underdog is going to, you're going to lose those underdogs in like the Cinderella stories, but I, yeah, well, hmm. I don't know, man. I I just think again, it comes down to, it doesn't make a ton of sense because everyone who's listening to this, I hope understands that. When it comes to money, basketball is a stain on the shorts of football. Football makes Correct. so much more money than basketball. It's not even remotely close. And, and, so, and football, the NCAA doesn't make money on those bowl games. Right. People need to realize that too. So they, they generate actual – they bring in money for the school – from those bowl games. So people who bring up the argument of why 
can't Gonzaga go to, you know, the Pac-12 or something? Yeah, they don't have a football team, but they bring so much more to the table in basketball. That's that. There's zero incentive for the Pac-12 to invite a Gonzaga in because right. all their money comes from football. So, obviously, what you're proposing is conferences as we know them they divorce themselves between basketball and and football so that there's it's right now we have the big five right for football mm-hmm. the conferences yep. Yep. So you're proposing maybe just two or three football conferences yep i i do think there's just there's too much tradition in college football no, and i'm with you on that too but you got also byu you got a bunch of now independents too right yeah yeah and the BYU and Notre Dame are pretty much the only, and maybe like, you know, a military school, but BYU and Notre Dame being tied so closely to their respective religions have a fan base across the country. So they can go anywhere and play and get, you know, a good fan base. That doesn't really translate well to the rest of the schools. No, I hear you. I know I'm talking out of my ass too, but I'm, I'm willing to talk. I, I think what you're saying makes sense for basketball schools. For, well, for the ACC powerhouses, the Big 12 powerhouses, even like the Big East powerhouses, for Gonzaga, it doesn't make a ton of sense. Uh, no, we don't want to be in that mix. Well, and because geographically, we're so far removed from everything. I know. We're in Little we're, Spokane. We're not easy to get to, which is part of our like allure. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's one of the reasons it's – tough to play at GU outside of the kennel club. It's just think if you're coming from if, if you're coming from like San Diego, that sucks. It sucks <laughs> going to Spokane. It's miserable. Right in, in the middle. And there, and that's what I always wonder what like people think when they come to our campus, because I'm like, like you're coming from like LA LMU or something. Mm-hmm. And you have to come into on a February Mm-hmm. Three o'clock, it's dark. Mm-hmm. You know, I do think a lot of people think it's pretty, though, because – Oh, for, that, it's gorgeous. Don't get me wrong. That In that drive – but I guess most of the time these kids are on buses, so they don't get to see. But one of my favorite views in the world is that when you're descending the hill from the airport coming into Spokane, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's this little city, like, nestled in a bunch of yep. trees. It just looks – It's like, like a little valley. Yeah. yeah. Um. God, we're, we're getting back to this. I I hear what you're saying, and I think things will change. But I think Gonzaga makes their bread and butter, makes their money by these big non-conference in individual games. Like North Carolina. Absolutely. Absolutely. North Carolina last year. Or like, you know, even if they want – we don't really do this anymore because we're big enough that we just sign home and homes with all these schools – but even like an LMU going to play UCLA, LMU just gets a fat paycheck for that. No, UCLA, we're yeah, UCLA we're. Like, hey, thanks for thanks for. Well, I wouldn't say fill up filling up Poly, but thanks for giving us an excuse to have a home game here at Poly. Um, so, we're definitely that team that now people don't even want to play us at home. No, and if they do, it's a home and home. And if they do play us and they lose, it's not a bad loss. Well, they don't like, even yeah, want to play us home and home. They want to do it on neutral sites. In Seattle they, or something? Because I, they, they know I, our home court so strong. I would, I would say even – I would go the other way in that we're at a point now where a North Carolina can – an Arizona can say, cool, we'll play you in the kennel. But the basketball world knows if that's a loss up there, it's not a bad loss. Right. You know, if, right. it's a, if it's a close loss, it's, it's not – Right. It's all good. Uh, so that's why I think in the last few years we've been able to get – I mean, going to the national championship is oh, pretty big it changes, time. It changes then, you know, the game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If now, if, if we had had some, some good officiating that game, maybe we'd be national champions. Oh. Maybe if Zach Collins played more than, like, six minutes, <laughs> we'd be national champions. champions. Um, yeah, I don't, things will definitely change, but I think we'll go back to – normal more so than than not i don't don't know i just think now that everything i feel like the whole shift of everything is going to change on uh, so many levels on so many different ways like uh, in sports 
I don't know. It's it's good. I'm hearing that they they might even have a they might have a lockout in the NBA this season. Next season? This up yeah, this upcoming next season. I'm hearing that there's rumors that the owners might want to lock them out. The you mean the governors? Yeah, what is whatever <laughs> I know. I I dude, I don't even know what to make of all that whole politics stuff. But I, I will say this, Rob. You know the NT two way purchased the uh the naming rights to battle in the bubble that's what they're going to try to call the nt2a tournament this year the battle battle in the bubble yeah so they're preparing for that and we have been joking a lot about of course this would be the year that gonzaga wins the whole thing and everyone's gonna be like yeah but you won the quarantine you know that's not a real Mm -hmm. championship and we were saying the same thing about the nba bubble now watching the playoffs I think whoever emerges from the bubble as champions will be recognized more so than not as legit champions because the games down there are competitive. They have to be. It's, 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 I, I, I do. Yeah. I, I do. You know, I remember thinking like, you know, okay, so LeBron There's still asterisks. Yeah. yeah but. If LeBron's going to get a championship, but it's like, doesn't really count because it's in the bubble. Now I think if they're able to pull it off, I mean, I'll, I'm, I'm, I mean, well, maybe I'm just a prisoner of the moment and the games the last few days have been so good. I think there's a little bit of everything. They're doing well. They, unfortunately, what I've heard is uh, 40% viewership has gone down. Yes. Uh, I think a lot of that is games in the middle of the day. That gets me too. I yeah, that's tough because it's like, dude, I got. Even though a lot of people don't have to work, I still got to do some stuff. I'm not gonna hit, sit and watch a game in the middle of the day. Yeah, I don't know. Those numbers don't really, don't really push me either way. I think the the true litmus test will be, uh, the finals numbers. Like if one, we get if it's one like, sec. hold that thought. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to hold that thought. Okay, I'm going to go back to describing things I see in Rob's office. So above the three nets that I just told you about, there's this huge – and, again, I'm seeing this for the first time. I've never had this angle. There's this huge – how many – are those baseball cards, Rob, or basketball cards? Basketball cards. They're basketball cards, and there's what? Like 40 of them? 50 greatest players. 50 greatest players. Okay, that's a cool deal. Where'd you get that? We won't talk about that. that okay. Was, that okay. Was a... May not be the most legitimate. <laughs> okay. That's fine. Um, anyway, back to what we were talking about. Oh, I think the, the real mark will be what the uh, NBA finals numbers look like. And again, that's going to be going up against the NFL season. Um, but let's say like, if it's Lakers Celtics and viewership is down 30, 40%, then it'll have my attention. Then I'll be like, ooh. That's fair. I, I, I agree. Half of it's because it's in the middle. It's at 10 in the morning, it seems like, or in the middle of the of day. The, and, like, nobody really want. it was – there You're was, not, like, there was yeah. two really good – there's three really good series. Right. Like, most of them were sweeps. The first round is generally kind of like him and ha. Right, right. Now, now, the, now the matchups are pretty good. So, I mean, we'll see. Of the next few weeks, but yeah, man, battle in the bubble. We are going to have a basketball season. It appears. It looks like it. I'm, I'm actually pretty optimistic about it. I think um, what it's going to look like, I have no idea. And, and unfortunately the difference between us or the college basketball level and the NBA is there's what a hundred teams. You got to look over. Yeah. I don't know. You know, that's yeah. the only, like, how do you, how do you regulate and, and where. And there's also like, there's 18 to 22 year olds who you can't keep them in a jail cell. They're going to go to parties. They're going to, you know, they're going right. to be 18 to 22 year olds. There's right. no incentive for them to not, you know, you're not paying them seven figures. Right. So there's, right. there's not, they're not like I could lose this contract. They're not like I could lose this scholarship. Like no team's going to take away a kid's scholarship if they get COVID. And that, and yeah, where'd you get that? Where'd you get the COVID from? Yeah. Oh, I, I was outside. I just, yeah, I just, I took a step outside and I got it and that's it. I went to class. Had nothing to do with I'm, any girls or anything. 
oh yeah, I'm allergic to school. Mm -hmm. I'm sick from school. You know, I don't know. But here's one thing, and someone pointed this out to me. Since my kids haven't been to school, I haven't been sick. Oh, that's, oh, I see what you mean. Like just the, like common flu stuff. Just, yeah. Those, I haven't had one sickness this whole time. Because kids are gross Petri dishes. <laughs> right. It's not, yeah. Yeah. And like, you're not going in and shaking hands and meeting people. You oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey, I don't you, know. Are you friends? Because you know how when you're a parent, back to parent talk, a lot of times your friendships are shaped by who your kids hang out with and you're just with their parents a lot. Has that happened yet with you and, and Q's friends' parents? Not yet. We have a set of parents that I talk to, but um, we're kind He, Luckily, all our friends kind of have the same age group. So oh, we okay. all... Okay. Yeah, we can kind of, they all hang out with each other, you know. Okay, that that's sense. good. Yeah, no, it, it changes the game. Trust me, I don't know how that works yet. Yeah, I'm sure it will eventually. Like, definitely junior high, high school. Did your parents go and hang out with other? Yeah, yeah. I think that's when it, and they go have beers and, like, everyone hangs out at the same house. And that's uh -huh. it. Yep. Now, recently, like, in the last 10 years, my parents have reconnected more with, like, their high, high school, school and college friends. But yeah, the whole time my, you know, junior high years, high school years, uh, they were hanging out with the parents of my friends just because it right. was convenient. And, you know, yeah, like even if, in college. And that's like, that's like, that's anything. If, if, you know, you and I hang out with a couple of like-minded people for, you know, work or whatever, then I've got no problem hanging out with them. Right. I, I, I do. I know a lot of dads in particular who are like, nope, my kids are not dictating who I hang out with. Like, absolutely not. Until, really? Until... <laughs> Until eventually they're going to meet the parents of their kids' friends. They're going to be like, you know what? He's not so bad. I don't mind hanging out with him. Well, well I think because you've instilled whatever you've instilled in your kids, they're going to kind of use that. To attract friends and the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the attract the kind of the sim similarities of yeah. whatever you're instilling. So their friends are kind of. Attracted to the same thing. Yeah. 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 What? That's our philosophical that's, that's, talk. That's a good way to look at it. I get Rob. I, uh, I've been sitting in a chair for about an hour and a half now, which is a record for me this week because my back is completely shot. I know. So explain again, you just got out. It's just old age. It's just old age. And really it's a, it's a bad back situation. I had an MRI. The MRI doesn't look great. So it could be surgery number three for, for, for old oh. care yeah all back surgery yeah and really the biggest my biggest concern right now to be honest with you rob is i'm trying not to get fat because uh, i can't so what are you I doing move i'm not i'm just not eating i have a bad back and i'm now anorexic you just start putting your finger down your throat after that's bulimia i'll do that yeah. <laughs> i would do that but it's it would be too painful on my back to vomit it's what, wait, lower back Lower back, yeah, my L4, L5, right, right above the buttocks. Um, hey, we just joked about eating disorders. Eating disorders is no laughing matter, everybody. No, no, it's not. You're, <laughs> yeah, like I never – I'm sorry. I'm going to make fun of it right now because <laughs> I, never, I never understood eating something, and especially if you're eating something good. Why would I want to stick my finger down my throat and puke that good food out again? It doesn't and, taste the same. Doesn't taste the same at all. No, but you get the both the best of both worlds. Now I'm advocating bulimia. You get, <laughs> you get the taste. You get the taste of the food going down, right? But then, but then you vomit, so you don't have to. You know, you're not. You're not. You're not carrying those extra calories. You don't have the caloric intake, if you will. So yeah. No, I no. Uh, to me. The whole point is getting that huge meal, then having all the blood rush to your stomach and being like in a food coma. And just being completely satisfied with yourself. Oh, yeah. That, now, granted, the next two days afterwards, you feel like disgust. Maybe that's what they're doing it for. They feel yeah. disgusted after. You were also an elite professional athlete for the majority of your life. So that's true. 
That's yeah. Like you were burning a lot more calories than your average guy off the street. It was your job to stay in shape. Oh, yeah. Well, yes. And because <laughs> that and, and this week I did something this week and oh, no. this is probably why I'm thinking about bulimia and food. So I apologize. I'm holding you up, Jack. Your back is probably killing. Yeah. No, tell me. I made Scottish. I smoked some Scottish eggs. The hell does that mean? Is that, do they call, you know what Scottish weed? eggs are? Is it weed in Scotland? Scottish no, eggs? no, like no. It's hard boiled egg. Okay. And you get ground, uh, a ground Italian sausage and you wrap it around oh. the hard boiled egg. Ooh. Then you wrap that in bacon oh, and you smoke yeah. that for two and a half hours. Then you have these little balls and you can like, I, can, I could eat what you just described. I could eat 15 of those. No problem. Dude, I ate two and a half. So like, you that, were just oh, done? Oh, just, and the great thing is then you have lunch for the next like three, four days. Oh, you, you just do a dozen balls. of them? Yeah. 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 And you have these balls for lunch. And How big do they come out when you wrap them all? Oh, it's like okay. a good baseball, like a baseball softball kind oh, of thing. Okay. Okay. That's pretty big. It's it's like one for most people for average it's probably one is good enough for anybody. So do you boil the egg first? Boil the then, egg. Okay, and then you put the ground beef then, on it. Yep. And, and then, then the bacon. and then you wrap it in bacon. And then you toss it what on a oh in the smoker and just smoke it for two and a half oh, hours. That sounds bomb. Two fifty. Leave your temperature at two fifty. Two fifty. That's not very high. No, you because you want it nice and smoked and like you just yeah. Oh, dude, it was so good. Good to know. Oh well, Jack, I'm sorry your back is just shitty. Hey, I'm thanks, buddy. What what are you gonna do? You know. I know it's I that's rough, man. It's and like you really don't you don't realize how like, much you need your back or how much you need health. How much you appreciate <laughs> health? Yeah. Health is wealth. Health is wealth. Yep. Well, let's get you out of that chair. What do you have to do? Lie on your stomach? Uh, it's my back that really, I mean, what, how do you, what position do you like? How do you position yourself anywhere then? What laying on my back? Yeah. Or, or what you're not seeing right now is I'm like at a no. 45 degree angle. I see like that. This. Yeah. And that's not... when I, when I stand, I'm like that. I'm like a post route. You're like the leaning tower of Pisa. Exactly. Exactly. So that is how I am comfortable stand, standing. And then like when I tr I can stretch and kind of get myself straight up, but then I walk <laughs> five feet and I have this shooting pain down my I'm right sorry. I don't mean I to laugh, bro. I don't mean to laugh. I just picture you like, like leaning while walking. Yeah. No, it's a good look. <laughs> is this guy drunk what's going on with this guy? that's yeah mm -hmm. and i look like because i'm all of five foot eleven rob oh you're cringing but then i look you know with this thing i look like i'm five nine i definitely, <sighs> definitely i just feel for you man i know that back bro backs oh it's bad, well brother get some get some rest i don't know what kind of just go get one of those like pregnant big old pregnant balls and go sit on one of those, you know, the Ooh. big, you know, the ones I'm talking about where people, I have no idea what you're talking about, but the I big just... ball. Oh shit. This is how I break things. Oh, the like, big like, one. like the ab balls. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if that would work. I literally just need to be flat on my back. Like <sighs> even sometimes beds are too soft. I need, or I need to lay on the floor, the floor. Yeah. Damn. Well, brother, get, get some rest, man. Um, Yeah. Get some rest, man. I will. I will. I hope you get better. I'm excited for next week, by the way. Next week, we should, we absolutely should have, uh, I'll say it, Mr. Greg Heister on the old podcast. Of course, uh, last time Greg Heister came up, it was, we had a little, we had a little Twitter beef going on. Yeah. Um, and by beef, I mean, he called me out for, for making fun of him and I completely cowered and didn't fight back. So I'm going to try to fight back for you guys next week. I, next the week. Issue, the issue was I mentioned that he calls the games that nobody really cares about. And he rightfully got a little offended. Um, <laughs> so we're going to face that music next week. Greg Heister can't miss it. It's going to be good stuff. Oh, it will be brother. 
It will be. What do you have to leave us with today, Rob? I will leave you with know your worth and stop giving people discounts. From the corner! That is a good one. That is a good Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.